0: Hello, people! Welcome to another wonderful episode of our podcast series, Household of the Faith. I'm your host, Grace Akiyemi. It's so amazing to have you join us once again. Welcome once again. So, onto this episode, it's going to be a sequel to what we considered last week. Though it slay me, yet will I trust in him. But how will maintain my own ways before him. Job 13. 15 and last week we had on the episode Mr. Esho Andrew and Anno Luak were share with us their own experience and um, they really shared um, quite insightful reflections and I was really blessed. I believe and strongly believe that you were to. So, on to this episode we have an amazing guest, Mr. CEO of Lamso Tech Nigeria Limited. He is a young entrepreneur, a computer guru, IT specialist. He's going to be sharing with us an experience about his career journey, how God helped him, um, the moments of silence from God, the moments where he got really frustrated and uh, moments where it seemed like nothing was working and Nothing seemed like it was just going to work at all. So how did it go through all this time? I was able to go through this experience to being one of the most sought-after height specialists and a computer guru. And I also like to add a fast rising entrepreneur. So, Ami Zoka, it's great to have you join us on this episode. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be with you. All right, so um, well, with, with a lot that that seems to be happening around us, yeah. um, especially among the Christian folk, yeah. we understand that um, people face challenges. A lot of things happen, and uh, most times it appears to to break people's spirits, affect their faith in God, and most times it gets them to question um should I say the authenticity of the promises of God first? Yes. I want you to share an experience with us and tell us how you felt that experience. What lesson did you learn from it and how were you able to come out strong?
1: Okay, yeah. Actually, I have I have uh, I've had a quite a number of those on different fronts, uh, but there is one I usually share most often because i think um that's the most relatable uh that's the most relatable yeah so i think um first of all before i um talk about that i think there is something you said that i just fell down to comment about the idea of um you know <clears throat> People say, ah, "Why? How can God treat me like this? Why?" You know, and then at some point, your faith is dying. You know, ah, meeting, you know, and all that. I think one of the major causes of that is a lack of faith. Now, um, I used to tell people that there is a difference between hoping for something to happen and faith. Uh faith, the Bible says faith of something hoped for. So there is hope already. Now hope is what? Hope is something that you're expecting. Okay, hope is not faith. Um, faith is deeper than hope. Hmm. Faith is a substance, has a substance, and what is that substance? The Bible says it's, uh, is this is a substance of things hoped for you know the evidence of things not seen so how do you hope so how do you get a substance of something you hope for how do you how do you get to hold on to uh the substance of something that is not really tangible okay uh the bible says that without faith yes. it is impossible to please god so it means that there is something much more going on there than just expecting that since you have prayed, something is going to happen. That is not faith. Now, uh, there's this idea of faith people have, you mm. know, we share testimony, say, wow, you know, I prayed and God has said my prayer. My God is a prayer answering God, you know, and people think that mm-hmm. is what builds faith. That's not what builds faith. That just, that just encourages you to hope in God. But that's not Faith is a revelation wow. of the integrity of God. That's what gives you the conviction to be able to say things like Job said, even though he slays me. So faith is saying that I have prayed and I expect that I'll get an answer. And even if the answer does not come, it doesn't change the state of my heart. You know, that's what the, that's what the, that's what the three
0: Hebrew hmm. children said. They said, we
1: know our God is able
0: so what you're trying to say is faith is not just about an expectation of getting an answer for what yes, you want. Yes,
1: faith is not just about an expectation. That's just hope. That's merely hope. Hope is the foundation, of course. Without hope, there can be no faith. Mm. Okay, without hope, there can be no faith. But faith goes beyond that. Faith says that, uh, like, the, like, the, like the three Hebrew children, they said, we know uh, God is able to deliver us. As for his ability to deliver us, that is not under question okay his ability to deliver us is not what is being questioned here. but even if he doesn't okay so that is faith that is a conviction paul would say things like i know whom i believe and i'm persuaded that he's able to keep so uh paul would say things like uh who shall separate us shall tribulation shall distress shall this shall that so Ordinarily, people will say, ah, if your faith is strong enough, you shouldn't be suffering like this. That's not true. Um, or or people, Paul would say things like, but we know that all things, do you know what it means for somebody to say all things? It means the good, the bad, the ugly, the terrible, the the evil, the, 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 the toxic. I mean, just define it. But it is his faith that gives him that revelation where he knows that. All things work together for good. So regardless of how it looks, regardless of how bad it seems, your faith teaches you to understand yeah. that at the end of the day, God works. And that is what faith is. So faith is actually not um, a function of answered prayer. Faith is a revelation of mm. God's integrity. Okay? uh, God is not a man. I think one of the most wow. profound... Uh, a, a verses of scripture for me, one of my best ever, is where God, is the, verse, is the passage of scripture where God says, my covenant will I not break, neither will I alter that which is gone out of my lips, so and, uh, when when God says, I am with you, uh, it doesn't matter, you know, it's, at some point it will seem like, man, oh boy, this thing is not working, you know, like my life is falling apart. And then at some point you'll not begin to think, but the last time I checked, God told me He was with me, you know. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not basing my faith on the fact that God will come and deliver me out of the situation. Mm -hmm. My faith is based on the fact that I know God is too faithful to fail me. So even in this situation, ultimately Mm -hmm. it turns out for my good. So that is where that is is faith. Mm -hmm. So that revelation of God's integrity, God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent, as he said a thing, and shall he not do it as he spoke and shall he not make it come to pass, okay? So, that is a revelation of God's unflinching uh, 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 faithfulness, God's integrity. God cannot lie. So, if if you have received the word from God now, the thing is a lot of times people's, people's feet fail. Uh, The Bible says if you're, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. How is is your strength small? Okay. How is your strength small? Your strength is small because at the time when you should have acquired strength, you acquire strength by a word. The Bible talks about uh, when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, you know, and he was weeping, he was crying, he was praying and he was in agony and, an angel had to come and strengthen him. So usually, faith is built on a certain kind of encounter. Now it doesn't have to be uh, maybe an angel appeared to you. It can be a word from God to you. Um, Okay, the major thing I wanted to share is not this one, but I want to make reference to it. Now, while I was in school, um, I had a lot of things on my mind, and it was like, you know, I was GC, okay, fellowship president. and I told God before I came, that uh, I cannot come back to school and just begin doing TCGC anyhow, you know. And I began to have a lot of... In I had a lot of crisis when I was in school with, you know, my people and all that. So, uh, but there was one word God gave that stuck to my heart. Uh, one of those days, he told me, he said, he said, this day will I begin to magnify you in the eyes of Israel uh as i was with moses so shall i be with you i mean that what stuck to me so even while i had to you know based on god's leading though i had to abdicate my position as gc as fellowship president Um, you
0: mean you stepped down from gc yes yes
1: yes yes i did (laughs) i did okay so yes um Okay, because in the first place God is God asked me not to, but because I was afraid of my dad said, "Ah, people will say this one, ah, you know all that kind of, so I accepted it in the first place, so that was my first error, so um but i couldn't I couldn't take it again, I had to just leave, and it was a good thing I left because the the things God now pulled me into doing, okay. It was far more fulfilling. That was when I found the actual things God wanted me to do on my campus. Until I left, you know, and I was asking God, "Okay, tell me now. Let me know. Let me know what what it is you want me to do before I leave." God didn't tell me anything. He just he just booked you know that kind of thing. And um, it was a very turbulent season. It was. I would hear things, and it was like at some point I was like, "Ah, wait, to is be it's God that told me to do this thing," you know, but that word that God gave me was my anchor all through that time. So uh, my point being that um, faith is actually built on some sort of encounter, whether by God and but it doesn't not necessarily supernatural encounter. A word, okay, a word that is what gives you uh, in, that is that is going to be like your anchor, okay. Yeah. In the day, in the day of adversity, so a lot of people do not have that. So, in the day of adversity, there's nothing to hold on to. Uh, since God has not answered my prayer, because that was that that was supposed that was supposed to be the foundation of their faith. So, God did not answer their prayer. So, man, let's 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 hang on to the next thing because um, there's really nothing to hold on to. So, usually there yeah. has to be a word. A word that convinces you that teaches you uh that's that 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 holds your heart even when everything around you has fall, fallen apart that one will not fall you cannot deny that god has told you this okay so okay. that is that is the thing so that's what i'm trying to say uh that actually faith is not it's not just an it's not just an expectation i'll say uh, god said in uh, trouble he'll bring us out and all that and all that, and all that. yes he will but ultimately our faith cannot and should not be based on uh answered prayer,
0: just so we okay,
1: and mm. answered prayer. Our faith has to rest on something more superior, which is a revelation of God's unchanging, mm. undying integrity. God cannot fail, God cannot be wicked. Uh, Apostle Gideon Odoma will say something. Say, God is said, God cannot be wicked even if he takes a crash course in wickedness you will fail because that's the truth God cannot be wicked so uh, anything God allows he can use so if God can use it ultimately at the end of the day it will come out for my good so that is the, uh, I think that's the crux of faith. so uh, back to what I wanted to say earlier I mean that's this the foundation of faith is what kept me through this time um huh. it was i think when i left school and uh you know since i since i was in school i have always believed that man, uh my father knows many people now you know what is it? last last just make one or two connections sharp sharp job will have been back. oh <laughs> the greatest shock of my life though i had um at, since from school, I think since I was in, like, finally, I had always known that I'm not likely going to go into the conventional work system, or should I say labor market. Uh, so, but it mm. was just, I didn't know how to go about it. To make matters worse, when I went to, when our mobilization for NYSC came, I went to register and I finished registration. I was waiting for to see mobilization and all that, and I just saw an alert. Congratulations! Your, your registration is complete. Your exemption letter has been sent to your school. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, letter? Yes, an exemption. That's what I have to do. There, I have an exemption. I've not done. I've not got an ice. So, um. I was wow. shocked to my bones. Like, I had to check what happened. Then I realized that there was an error on my JAM registration. The, uh, the, 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 I don't know what happened, but my age was added with 10 years. <laughs> 10 oh years. My goodness. Yes, <laughs> 10 years. So, according to JAM, I'm my age and i my So, I was heartbroken. I was, I was like, ah! So how will I ever work in this life? You know, how will I ever get a job and all that, you know? But as soon as I left, as soon as I left that place, the god just spoke into my heart and told me if you needed NYSC to survive, I would make it work. Hey. So immediately, my tension, my pressure, I mean everything just Went flat like it deflated completely. So even while I was trying to run around, I just I mean the only the running around I was doing for my NYC after that period, after that point was just for you know I just want to have the experience of NYC. Now everybody's doing NYC. Ah, is it only me? I was I was telling, my, I, was telling <laughs> I was telling my wife I said oh yeah I'll do your NYC uniform. Let me snap inside you mm-hmm. know that kind of thing. so. Um so it was just for the experience, not necessarily because I felt I needed it. Now it's not because I had something. Um, then I had not even started. So I got a job in Kanu. It was the most terrible job I ever had. Teaching in one school like that. And I just did one month, two weeks, and I mm. left. Um
0: my goodness.
1: Yes, I left. I left.
0: Who are you guys after home?
1: Yes. Ah, yes, I left. Uh so I left and then a friend of mine told me that, ah, that we have he started a company, this and that. You know, and um I joined him. I joined him. So as a then I had started doing my own company, my own business. Not just running things, not really business, but you know, in house I you know, just do touch here, touch here, do okay. uh-huh, house exactly, also mm-hmm. that's the word, that's the word also. Ah, I started so but um, the, the business the so-called business we started with the guy I mean I worked for a whole year without salary I wonder how I survived but yeah uh, I worked for a year without salary I think I started collecting like 20k from the guy like two months before I left him because he started behaving anyhow started at some point, started bringing, because it was a marketing agency, you know, started bringing alcoholic drinks and giving excuses that, are ah, that now. This. I told him, I said, no, Uh, a company that I run cannot market in alcohol. So, I uh, was like, yeah. so finally, I had to leave him and I was stranded, I was on my own. <laughs> So I had to think of how to start running my own company. Uh, that was when I started doing small, small things. Though I had done some few projects here and there on my own, but not officially as my company. So uh, I think that was like 2017 or so or 18. Every single, uh, somebody asked me one time, "See, how do you avoid failure, you know? It's good to have an alternative. Is it not good that if that having Plan B does that mean you don't have it? I say, my guy, my Plan C failed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had Plan A, Plan B, Plan, <laughs> plan C. C. Plan C failed. Uh, plan C. I mean, every single huh. thing I planned failed. Every kind of venture i tried to do got frustrated every i would have people that would say don't worry don't worry we are going to do this project i mean it was from it was consistent from one disaster to another from one loss to another from one uh failure to another to another to another i was living from hand to hand. mouth. Mm. I was and of course I can't start calling my father, telling him that I don't have. But uh, I think it was only once I called my mom and she was like, How is how is everything now? We are worried about you know how I so I just I was feeling very angry and sad that day. So I told her, I say, Kai, not you know. In fact, she said, My dad dad, daddy is angry. Why wouldn't I call him and tell him I don't have money? You know that kind of thing. So she was the one that now told him, you know, sent me some money. Ah, my heart was glad. But he said that he that, that I should stop doing Catholic system, you know, going through Mary to Jesus. You know that like uh if I have problems, come yeah. and tell him by myself. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so but well, no. of course I can't be doing that. I can't be calling my and telling about I can't like I, I, I just could not it. So um I lived, and that was the year. And that was the year. I think it was my most silent year, as far as I was concerned with God. Um, I would I will shout, shout, shout. Sometimes I would imagine God standing at the corner, chipping at me and laughing. You know that kind of. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. You know that kind of. Yeah. And um, it was it was a very painful um uh, time. I was angry. I was depressed. I was. But somehow I knew, I said, ah, No, no, God cannot allow me to be suffering like this, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I just told myself, There has to be a reason why God is doing this. But at least tell me the reason so that my mind will calm down. Not lie, you won't say anything, no, we kept quiet. So um, I think it was like December that year. Was it December or November? Either November or December. One day I was praying in the morning and Typical of me, I can think things. I can sit down and be, and so and be so thinking in my head, lost in my head. I will not be able to sleep for three hours, four hours on end. Like I can just be like that. So that morning, I woke up and I was, I don't know what exactly I was doing. Was I praying or was I thinking? Or I was just in that mood. You know, I was very angry. I mean, I was pissed off at God. I was like, ah, no, no, you can't treat me like this. Eh, you cannot. Yeah, even if even if there is something, even if there is something <coughs> I like did, maybe you, you are supposed to tell me mm-hmm. so that I would have repented. See, I let let all this thing finish, you know. Ah, uh, you just allow Satan to be pillaging my life as if I don't know, I don't know anything. You know it's so so it was that day while I was shouting and recounting my losses and then at suddenly God that was the first time he spoke in a long while he just told me he said I taught you to live by faith my body went cool for the first time after a long time while I was in all that angry you know mode and all that for the first time in a long while God spoke and he just said uh, I taught you to live by faith my body my body went cool. <laughs> it was chilling. Yeah. So I was like, so you mean you allowed all this all these things? Like yeah. it was like I was going to die. You know. But I didn't die somehow, I didn't die. You know. So so I was like, so you allow these things to happen to me, just to teach me to live by faith. You know, so I was like, What if I die? Yeah. Say, but did you die? You know, that kind of it was like yeah. a conversation. Uh, so what if I You said but did uh, you die you know yes I had suffered need but there was no time I really needed something you know um, there's this song I say, Jesus uh, is it uh, all that I all that I want is in Jesus you know all that you want is in Jesus but it's not everything you want that he gives Uh so Every time I actually really needed something. Um, I mean, uh, that was the year when, I don't know, I've never seen an organization do that. I mean, they practically just dashed me money because they said um I needed money for what? I can't really remember. And they just came, okay, we need a website, you know, and all that. Okay, we need a website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're hot. And immediately they sent deposit 85,000, bam, you know. Till today, they have abandoned wow. abandoned the project. In fact, they have forgotten about the project. I see. So I was like, Wait, bro, how can an organization what? deposit? That's, money that you. That's my point. How, do, how how does an organization send you eighty five thousand deposit for a job and forget about it like it has never happened? I mean, at some point, I even had to send them emails. I said, hey, Why would you like this? You can't pay deposit and just forget about the project. They didn't even ask me. So things like that happen. Oh things like that happened. Um, a few times, uh, I would be in dire, dire desperate need. And then one guy would just call me and say, hey, there's one work like that. We need to, let's work and do this, 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 you know. Uh, and then before I announce one maybe around 200,000, I'll see it after like two months. and So that was when I began to think. I said, wait it's true, God. I really, I never really suffered need because at every point, uh, I was telling my friend, I said, "God, the way God has dealt with me, I don't like to live by faith. I like to plan my life. I hate the fact that it is when I have got to the crossroad where I need, if it's not now, I will die. Then God will now bring the money. I mean, why can't you just give me before? Let me just plan my life and live like that, you know." <laughs> so that was when I now realized that I never really suffered, you know. So yeah. I had my needs. Not once, okay. I wanted many things. I or oh, I thought I needed many things, but what I actually needed, I didn't suffer need for. Um, that was when yeah. I now realized, oh wow, okay. So I have I have actually learned to live by faith. As much as I hate to live by faith, I have learned to live by faith. Um so that was it. And then the next year, I thought I thought that was the end of it. You know, I thought that was, ah, okay, I've, I've learned the lesson now. Class is over. Let's start getting everything ready. And then I entered, I entered part two. Ah, though it wasn't as bad as the previous year, but it was similar. And the worst part is God gave me a word for that year. He said, it is my year. Of breaking forth, <laughs> uh, ah! So I was so excited, and yes, God said I'm going to break forth on every side. You know, by the end of the year, I didn't really have much to show for that word. So I had to go back and say, "Hey, uh-huh, tell me what happened." Say, I-, I taught you patience. Say, oh, 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 oh! You know. So my my point is, um. In all that time there was a word so even while i was in pain while i was angry i have gotten you know i i don't i don't deceive myself i've gotten very pissed off at god many times very very pissed yeah. off i mean job was pissed off i mean look at read 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 the things he wrote job was pissed off and in fact he was like eh, since god has decided to afflict my soul you know I cursed the day I was born. I he was pissed off, Juba. but in all that pain, there is something that tells him that God is too faithful to allow this for no reason. So uh, God doesn't. Uh, I I don't yeah. want to say God doesn't care how you feel. He does, but he's not emotional. You can be shouting, and he'll be looking at you. You know, because um. I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you unexpected and to give you hope and a future. So, if you understand that, you understand that you are looking at your your circumstances from your own perspective. Okay, it's like um, it's like someone who is standing on a pavement and someone who is standing on the ground. Uh, as, as, as far as you from the pavement you are seeing, all you can see is just a blockade in your front, you know. Maybe you are seeing darkness, you can't see anything. But the person that is standing on top, he can see a whole wider view. So you you can see a blockade, and I say, why is God blocking my mind? Well, you don't know that just beyond that blockade is a whole lot of horrors, you know, it's a whole lot of things. So you are judging God's faithfulness based on what you are seeing. But he is judging his love for you based on what he sees. And what he sees is ultimately, so to you, you don't, you don't see how what God is doing is ultimately for your good. But at the end of the day, you come yeah. to find out, eh, if God has removed that blockade, I will have died. You know, that kind of thing. So it is at the end of everything you now realize mm-hmm. that last so. So all, all God was doing at the end of it was actually for my own good. So it is that revelation of God's faithfulness, God's integrity, that keeps you going. Uh, you you will feel bad, of course. Um, anybody that says you will not feel bad is a liar. You will feel bad. You will feel very bad. You will feel hurt. At some point, you will feel disappointed. Because in fact, uh, there was one time I was offered a job... Uh, because I had always believed in what I'm doing now. Um, I, I've always believed this is what God wants me to do. God wants me to be in jobs, at least for now. Uh, God has given me to, into my hands some sort of ministry to be doing work, you know, with a ministry and all that. So a job offer came from Lagos, and I told them I'm not doing. I mean, they, they specifically asked for me, said, come, uh, you know. And I said, no, I'm not coming. So I referred my friend, and they took him. Uh, when my dad heard how much they were paying the guy, he was so mad. <laughs> he was mad. No. It is. It seems very foolish, but you can't take such decisions, or you cannot maintain such conviction. Um, for no reason, there must be something that informs your faith to consistently. And while I while I retired, it's not like I was getting other jobs. It's not like I was getting some big work or money and all that but i just knew this is not what god wants me to do now you know so um so throughout through all that time it is the word of god it is the word that keeps you going um my covenant will i not break neither will i alter that which is gone out of my lips not a man that he should lie we know that all things ultimately work together for the good wow. of them that love God and to them who are the call according to his purpose. So there is a call God has given us. There is a purpose we are chasing after. And if you have such in your life, then you know that we are on track. You know, our idea of success is mostly superficial. It doesn't reflect the idea of God, but um, when you look, uh, when you look at it in retrospect, you will come to understand that truly God has been faithful. Uh, this song of revolt, you say, Through it all, I have come to trust in Jesus. You That's know, it. if I never you say, is it if I didn't have any problem, and I would never know that my God could solve them, I would have Thank never you. known what prayer what God could do. Uh, so all in all, at the end of the day, it is it is that conviction, it is that revelation of God's unflinching faithfulness uh, it may not look like it but that is what it is so if you do not have that conviction that god cannot be wicked and god cannot lie to you uh god does not speak god does not gossip god does not speak on him god the do, god does not get excited and just start talking now like human beings do No, if he speaks then he is hell bent on fulfilling what he has said, so it may not look at look like it at some point, but that conviction, that revelation, will keep you going even in the roughest of uh, of times. At some point, you feel like it's unbearable. But I ask myself, Ah, but God say you will not allow me, so it means I can bear it. That's why He allowed me to face this. What you need is to actually look for it. the 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 grace to persevere through that circumstance is there. You just haven't found it. So. Um, it is your prerogative to search through your spirit, search through the word, you know, pray. I mean, communion with God. You can get so angry, so angry, so angry. I think that was one of the things I used to do. I would get so angry. I don't even want to talk. I don't, I don't even want to pray, you know, but in my whole prayer and my whole anger, my whole disappointment, and I'm just mumbling and talking and God I'm not happy oh, why do me like this? You know, is it am I the only person? Why is it everything I'm doing is not working? You know, that kind of thing. Um, you do not neglect the presence of God in all that time. Otherwise you are likely going to fail. Uh God Jesus told Peter, he said, I've prayed for you that your faith fail not because faith can fail. Yes, it can fail. So it's something that needs to be recharged um from time to time. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you so much! Thank you so much. It's been my goodness. This has been really mind renewing. Mind, in fact, I can't even tell you how much how much I'm blessed right now. I'm so blessed with the experience <laughs> you've shared. And something struck me. You said, uh, "Faith is not a function of answered prayers, but then a revelation of the integrity of God." I'm like, okay, wow. I guess what many of us um the notion many of us have had about faith and i think what's popular with what most preachers say about faith is that um you must have so much faith that it must be something you know we always talk about um if you have faith like a mustard seed you can move mountains and you're like so mm. if you're not getting answers to your prayers then you do not your faith is not strong enough oh then you do not have yeah, faith and uh,
1: there is something bigger than your faith and that is called the will of God. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: You cannot fit away Hmm. the will of God. If God has willed that you will suffer in one year, your faith will not change it. Hmm. So, the faith now is predicated on the integrity of God's intention for you. You know God's intention is for good. So just... once you, you once you have been convinced and persuaded of God's intention for you, this present circumstance, of course, it will pain you, but it doesn't. It doesn't do much in um, shaking you, or mm. leading you, or breaking you. Okay, like it normally would. Okay, if your faith was, um, you say, okay, when you pray, God answers prayer, you know. Uh, Okay, so what happens when when the answer doesn't come? I mean, listen to Jesus. Jesus spoke a lot about prayer, but Jesus hardly spoke about answer to prayer. Jesus will always say things like, uh, when you pray, pray in secret. Your Father who is in secret will reward you openly. So uh, uh, prayer is actually rewarded. The, the response to prayer is reward, okay? Um, mm. Usually, not answer because the Bible says something that um, even before you pray, God has already heard what it is you yes, want to say.
0: We, uh-huh. yeah. mm.
1: So, um, God rewards prayer. Uh, answer mm. is a byproduct, okay, of that reward. So, you can be praying for something for a whole year and the answer doesn't come but the reward for prayer is sacrosanct. It's, it's it's there, and so your faith cannot be predicated on, uh, 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 okay. God hasn't answered. Okay, if God doesn't answer, I mean, what happens? Do you stop praying? Do you lose faith? You Do stop you, believing you know, in God. You stop believing in God. No. Okay. okay. So it means that there is something superior to that faith you think you have uh that is not faith it's it's you 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 just merely hope that oh well, since we are afraid we are hoping that you know um so faith is a conviction is 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 i don't know how to explain it's a substance mm-hmm. when i say substance- it's a real substance you you know it in your spirit you it's not cerebral. It's it's a substance in your spirit. You just, you can touch it. You can feel it. I mean, uh, John, I think First John 1 said that which you have seen, which you have heard, which you have looked upon, our hands have handled. It's a progression, you know, from seeing, then you heard, then um, you, you know, that's a progression of how faith comes, you know, by hearing the word of God. And he said it comes to a point where you can handle it, it becomes a substance. You see? you see, that we have handled of the word of life, that declare we unto you. So we do not, not declare to you a story we saw, we are declaring to you something we have held on to, something that is a conviction, something that is a substance unto us. We are not giving you stories, okay. We are giving you reality. So it's that substance that keeps you. So you even so even regardless of. Uh, the pain even regardless of you have prayed and the answer has not come you know uh, that's what keeps you praying about something you know pray without ceasing that's what keeps you praying because pain. even God has not answered you still believe that as far as I'm praying there is a, there I have this motto I always say the only thing worth worrying about is what you are not praying about and that's the fact uh, the reason is once you are praying about something it means that God is aware of that matter so why should I keep worrying about it? If it has not changed, it means that God has not deemed it fit to change it yet, you know. So yeah. because if if, the, if if He has deemed it fit to change it, God will have changed it, and my prayer and my faith in me will not change the will of God. So if it is God's will that this problem persists, I mean, even Paul had it. Paul had if 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 Paul, I mean, who have faith more than Paul? Okay. He Said this messenger of hell was sent to buffet me and I prayed I besought the Lord three times, you know, and God didn't take it away. God just told him my, my, my grace is sufficient for you. So if his if he, if he, if his faith was a function of answered prayer, Paul would have said, Ah, I prayed and God answered me, yeah. you know. But his faith was not predicated on that answer, his faith was on the fact that even in this situation, I know God yeah. still has my back, you know. Whether he he takes away this messenger of Satan or not, I know he has my back because God has given me this word that said, my grace is sufficient for you. So it goes back to what I said earlier. Um, In times like that, you need a word that keeps you going. You need a revelation. You need an encounter that keeps you going. Otherwise, your faith will fail. Okay, fail in the day of adversity. Of course, it's obvious your strength is small. Um, So that's...
0: So much, Ami. Thanks for um, the reflections you shared with us. Honor to have you on this service. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: the cotton here on today's episode do not forget faith is not a function of answered prayers but it is about having a revelation of God's integrity and don't forget whatever God allows he can make use of it and if he can make use of it definitely anything that comes out from it will be ultimately for our good till I come your way next week with another mind-renewing episode I remain your host Grace Akiyemi do stay blessed